Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestine tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Is the best of two pros and a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Good to be back. How the hell are we feeling, boys? Good, man. I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling great. Yeah. LeVar, you're yeah. good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, good Memorial Day? Yeah. Jonas, you're, I mean, you should be feeling good, right? Why is that? I mean, isn't today a special day? Uh, I don't, not that I'm aware of. Yeah, yeah we found it's your birthday. Yo, Jonas, it's your birthday. It's, it's, yeah. it's October 27th. Yeah. Uh, We're going to party this. like it's your birthday. <laughs> What's this? Is, this yeah. is this Marilyn Monroe? That's Marilyn Monroe, dog. <laughs> They said she was like 6'3", man. No, she wasn't. Was she thick really? as hell. <laughs> well, I, that part, yes. Yeah, so I heard. No, nah, I was 6'3". I'm joking six, about 6'3". Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Steph Curry? I was at a volleyball tournament all week, all weekend. Man, let me tell you something. You feel <laughs> so insignificant as a person, bro. You feel insignificant as a person. Oh, how? Uh, Everybody's taller. As tall as you are taller. And, I mean, they just look amazing like just and i'm talking there's these are high school girls so i'm, I'm not it's not sam keeping it respectful it's not it's not like it's anything like creepy but you're walking around high school level young ladies that are as tall as you or taller and i mean like physically gifted it's kind of crazy man and my daughter's one of them yeah i was gonna say is yeah she my tall? daughter is one of them yeah 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 she's like around my height so it's pretty cool. All right, Brady, are your daughters going to be uh, volleyball players? Are they going to get uh, your height or your not. wife's height? Pro- well, my, my middle child seems to be the one that's going to be kind of tall, so maybe she will be. But, uh, yeah, the other two, not so much. Yeah. You know what's crazy? My mom is like 5'4", five, 5'5". Five, five. My dad is 5'9". And I got to like – I'm dang near 6'4". I'm 6'3", but I'm dang near 6'4". You've got to have some – Tall uncles or something, then, right? Uh, my so my grandfather's six four, um, and that's probably where where I got it from. Um, but my parents weren't tall, so it huh. it was like it was unexpected for me to get get so tall. You know, I get the milkman joke all the time. You know, that's right. what, yeah. what's the, what's the milkman joke? Yeah, I don't get yeah, it. That's old school. I don't milk get it. Because people don't yeah. deliver yeah. milk anymore. You know, gosh, that, that was the best. Yeah, people used to. I mean, deliver and, milk. and they always thought it was just milk. Like the guy yeah. was just you know, know. around delivering milk. Yeah. It was like they had ice cream, they had butter, they had all kinds of stuff. And you Cream just cheese. Used to, you just used to wonder why why they used to be so happy delivering just you know glass cartons of milk and coming back to get the empty cartons and it's like why are you servicing 
home so much, you know, with those well, those items that you have. Yeah, what I, I, I love the fact that, uh, well, I, I see where you're going. <laughs> My thing is, <laughs> like, everyone acts like, oh, Uber Eats, like, this hasn't existed. You're like, no, dude. It's always <laughs> the most yeah. Like, yeah, it is a good We point. used to be able to get stuff delivered to their house, like groceries. It was it was called the Milkman. Like, yeah. they, they would bring a variety of things Frozen to pizzas, all yeah, kinds of all stuff. Kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's, um, well, hey, listen, uh, I appreciate it. Uh, it's good to hear from a Marilyn yeah. uh, Monroe yeah. uh, this Happy early birthday, in the morning. Uh, thanks, birthday, I appreciate it. Did you just call her Monroe? Yeah. Yeah. Monroe. Yeah. He did yeah. say Monroe. I don't know. He says what, some weird. Yeah. I, look, I still can't say the Giants owner's name. I don't even want say to. It. I, say it. What's his name? Say it. Mara. <laughs> got bad. Hey, he, he wanted to say okay. Mara. Though, yeah. well, okay, because Lavar tried to steer me in the opposite way one time and told me Mara. And he's like, <laughs> I'm, I was it Mara or Mara? And you're like, Mara. That's $10. And I looked it up. That's $10. No, you did do that. Gate. That's not passive aggressive. No you way. Did do that. I've never done that. Yes, you did. I've always told you the right name because right. I respect them way too much. All right, that's fine. All right, here, I, got your, I got your $10 bill right here. You see it? It's right there. It's right there. Neither do the people out there. $10 bill. Nope. Um, we guys, don't want it. We do have, I mean, at least we have an NBA Finals set, though. Yeah, There's we do. That. We so do. we've got ourselves we an do. NBA Finals. Obviously, uh, condolences to Brady Quinn's Miami Heat, uh, who go down in Game you 7. You guys do know I did win the over on that, though. What do you mean? Well, we do the recap on the overs, by the way. Oh, yeah, you mean the games? Yeah. The games that were remaining? Yeah. 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 Everybody counted them out. I said it would go. I didn't think it, I didn't think it would go seven. I didn't I think Boston they would win. win but. but but once they made it to to seven, then it was like kind of like can they win? Can they can the Heat can they win? They look well, so I, limited offensively oh, man, at times. Did man. they ever? Besides Jimmy Butler. <laughs> yeah. They. Uh, I mean, it, it wasn't if, if they can win. It was like, are the Celtics going to let them win? Yeah. I mean, at one point, it felt like you were like, all right, uh, you're up by this much, and and how's this happening right now? Right. So. You know, what's the interesting thing about the whole deal was, in my mind, I'm like, dang, these dudes are trying to limp their way out of this series. And all I could sit there and think about was, and I, I feel horrible for this, but tell me if I'm wrong. I'm like, please, Boston, don't don't lose. Like, if they limp their way out of this one, then chances are they will have absolutely nothing left for the championship round. Right. And it's going right. to be a horribly boring championship round because they're going to get dominated because they're not healthy enough to be able to withstand what Golden State is going to do, at least with Boston. It's like you see some young gunners, some young stars, and and you're going to get an opportunity to see a nice little matchup and, and see where that can go. That's what I was sitting there like, like, please let that happen. And I felt bad because I wanted Jimmy Butler to be able to limp his way out of out of the series. Like it was such a a great a great um, effort by him to see what he was able to get, get accomplished. It just you know I felt bad, but, but that's but, what I wanted. But in that capacity, you think Boston's a better matchup? Yeah, absolutely. Than, than I, I, my, that's what I was feeling. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was. And they've played Golden State uh, over the past seven years. They've played them really well. Um, uh, I think they were nine and five against them in the past seven years. Uh, Boston is so they've it's they've a good always matchup. competed uh, well that, against well, them. They match up style, well. At times. Style points, yeah. I mean that's a matchup. Like they personnel wise. They match up very well, like four games. So it's going to be fun to watch. For at least, seemingly, it seems like it's going to be a fun, fun series to watch. Well, it is the NBA. We'll probably get seven yeah. blowouts. So I mean, that's how no, it's no, go. no. We'll get. I mean, I bet it goes to Game Six. It shouldn't go to Game Seven, but. It- you know, we'll see. Um, uh, so you're taking the over. Uh, so if the uh, the betting line was at five and a half, you're taking the over yeah. on. Uh, okay, you're going to go six games. Yeah, it's the NBA. You yeah. know how this will go. Gold State will get up three one, and then they'll basically give away a game here, and so they'll make it to three two, and then they'll close out. At first, I th- I thought it was a foregone conclusion that it would be Golden State. I'm not so certain. Just understanding the way the lineups match up, that Boston won't. Pull this this thing out. Golden State's a slight favorite uh, to win the series. Uh, I think it's minus one fifty right now on DraftKings. Um, 
And I, I, I thought it would be more, but I think it just goes to Boston always playing them really well. I also, look, the Celtics aren't healthy, but maybe the, the four days off or whatever they're going to get um, before the final start, um, you know, obviously yeah, tipping off on Thursday, maybe that's going to help them out a little bit. Uh, I just, uh, some of the follow-up, and especially after the game, the conversation after the game, it was almost like Boston lost. Like, there was a feeling of like, man, the way that game... They led wire to wire in Game Seven on the road. Yeah, they, they never did. trailed, and 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 the discussion afterwards is, oh, they lost, and and then they uh, they took away a three pointer that, that shouldn't have been taken away. Max Struess, uh, did he step on the line or not step on the line, and 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 why did they make the call in that moment? And in my mind, I'm watching the game going. First of all, why did they wait so long to even overturn it? I, I'd rather know right then and there that that was the the call and that he stepped on the line. And secondly, if he didn't step on the line he traveled right before he made the move so like you, you roll the dice pick something uh it, you know it shouldn't have counted either way i just don't know why it took as long as it did for them to overturn that and make the call and they did I mean, nba officiating man that's been more of a like the glaring takeaway from this postseason than anything else it's just how bad it is or can be that was another instance of it even though that came with like what 11 minutes left in the third quarter yeah. And then you end up getting an update like, like yeah, the seven minute mark. It was like, the weirdest thing. And they make an announcement over the loudspeaker and, and it's like, wait, what? And like, yeah, well, the three he made. And I'm thinking, what what three? Because it, it felt like it was forever ago and it took him that and, long to make the call. And think about the scenario of the game, too. Because I believe that Boston was shooting free throws at that point, up like eight. Yeah. And so literally, after both made free throws and then they added back on or they took off the three points, right. it was like, all right, now they're down by 13. I was like, well, that was a pretty big, uh, some, some pretty big free throws right there. I've never seen that before. It's demoralizing. Like, you're yeah. thinking, okay, well, at least you know right, we're kind we of in this digits. game. We've got it to single digits. <laughs> no, that, wait, what? We're down by 13. This is a 13-point lead. What happened here? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, it, it is um, – I, I don't like to do the whole – you know, the fixes in all the other stuff, even though we've had it. You don't. Okay. Well, I, I don't in a serious manner because I hear, okay. hear people throw it out there and they'll be outraged by a call and go, Oh my God, this league is so rigged and the fixes in this league. But I'm man, some of the charges that, that are called um, blocking fouls, um, like, like when coaches can use their challenge, like coaches literally, you could tell Ime Udoka and Eric Spolstra were like, all right, well, I mean, they're probably going to blow a call later, so I'm, I'm going to hold on to my challenge. Spolstra, Spolstra used his early. Ime Udoka was like, all right, well... I'm just guessing they're going to blow a call later. So let me go ahead and keep this in my pocket. And the fact that that's even a thought, that the officiating is so bad that the that uh, coaches have to strategize when to use it on a blown call, knowing there's going to be another blown call later in the game, is ridiculous. And it just seems like, to your point, it's getting worse and worse every game, every series. Jeez. But there it is. You do not like referees. Man. No, I just – it's bad. They just – they have bad games and are never held accountable for it, mm. ever. Like an, if an official That's has true. a bad game, like they'll do a two-minute report and say, "Well, we got this call wrong, that call wrong." It's like Running Man, though. You, what know, do you, mean? you guys may remember the movie. I mean, sometimes you just got to have that extra added variable in terms of having success. Like you can't just run the maze and or just play the game and there not be any added complications. Uh, or difficulties, you know, adverse situations created, generated adverse what? situations, you know, without <laughs> what? Yeah, you just got to have it. When when was Running Man? What, what year was that movie? Is that Arnold? That's eighties. Yeah, that is Arnold. Wow, that's old. But it's just the point is, is that you know, you gotta you gotta always be paying attention to the variables that are going to pop up on you. Like well, that's why it's always stated, like. You can't allow the referee to win the game to be the reason why you lose the game, even though it huh. would be easy and sensible to say that they dictated or, or you know, helped the outcome of a game. I mean, yeah, but you know, it is what it is. I, I, I guess I would just point out that when you look at any professional sports league, I don't know why now, you know, we do all we can to enhance the experience for people at home. 
watching it. So much to the point that the people at home are better able to gauge something than our officials yeah. in real time right there. And, and I fair. look, it's human error. There's always going to be a mistake. There's going to be bodies in the way or maybe you don't have a great uh, vantage point. Whatever the case may be, we should be doing more across every professional sports league, the more we continue to adopt fantasy and gambling, we need to do more to ensure that, hey, these guys down on the field or on the court, like they've got the ability to in real time stop quickly or have someone there to go back and look and go, hey, stop play real quick. This is what happened. This is what should take place. We call them a sky judge in the NFL, if you will, a replay official, whatever you want to call them. In the NBA, NFL, any professional sport, we've got the ability to do that. Why are we not focused on trying to get this stuff right? It's crazy to me. The pushback is, well, you know, the games are going to drag on and they're going to take two. Man, it's a game. It shouldn't take that long with everything that we have at our disposal to get these calls right, to understand, hey, that guy stepped out of bounds in a game seven and you've got to wait until an announcement is made on a loudspeaker. We don't have have another option here. That's weird. Well, think about this, too, because let it go. there's an idea of the fact that, well, if the officials who are on the field uh, or on the court aren't the ones who are, who are making the ultimate call or final call, right? Like, let's say you take away some of their power to make a call and you give it either to someone who's on the side court watching replay monitors or someone who's up in a booth, right, watching this. It takes away some of that power from the officials that were down there. And the thought process behind that, to some degree, is like, do you really want to have someone who's impacting the outcome of a game, who's not really seen, who's not really out there, who coaches can't necessarily talk to, who players can't necessarily talk to, right? Do you really want to have that person potentially deciding the outcome of a game? And my rebuttal would be, well, even the guys who are on the court who are making these calls aren't held accountable. So what does it matter? Like, whether you could talk to the guy or not, the media's not, not going to go end up talking to him. I mean, so whether it's a guy, whether it's like the Wizard of Oz and it's the guy behind like the, the, you know, the, the curtain or whatever, or, or if it's the guy out there on the court, what does it matter? We're not holding any of them accountable. So you might as well try to at least get it right so the millions of people at home watching are like, oh, yeah, his foot was on the line. That shouldn't have counted. We don't need four minutes of basketball play to then make this announcement to figure it out later. <laughs> Down eight, all of a sudden 13. Down 13. And, and Talk <laughs> about a gut punch. You Literally know? go to commercial and come back and you're down 13. Oh, just just imagine, <laughs> imagine the folks. Imagine the folks who had the heat, right? Plus three. They're oh, like, God. all right, we're inching back into this thing, baby. Here we come. And oh, no. Yeah, oh, that no. was a wrap. Uh, and, no. uh, and lost by four. So, uh, Thoughts and prayers to anybody uh, who One added plus. Uh, Heat plus three there. Uh, it is uh, two pros and a couple of Didn't they win if they did plus three? No. Uh, they lost? It was 196, uh, so they, uh, the Celtics covered the spread. Oh, they, they covered. covered. That's right. Yeah. I had a buddy, by the way, and this is a classic move of his. He goes, hey, what do you think about the game tonight? I go, huh? Celtics minus three. Okay. And he likes to fade me. So he sends me his bet after the game. Guess what his bet was? What was it? Heat plus five. He bought it up two <laughs> points. And he goes, see, we both win. I go, yeah, but you're an idiot because now you get less of a return back because you have to buy the extra two points instead of just being on my side of this. Uh, is this uh, one of the buddies that I've met? Is this, uh, no. Certain, no. No. It's this in, is a neighbor. I, I Why do you want to know all of Brady's buddies? Because man, I know a couple weird. of his buddies. Weird, I just I know a couple of his buddies. I just want to have them. Love, you love talking. Is that, is that the buddy I know oh, every time? Is that that one buddy that I know? He, he's got a friend named the meat wagon and the way he started off the impression i thought he was doing an impression of the is that meat the wagon. buddy that i know yeah. q yeah hey. just asking is that the buddy hey. that i know hey 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 man fox sports radio I don't fox. birthday I don't happy birthday donuts birthday. i just i don't happy birthday from fox i don't understand fox sports radio i don't understand why i'm being attacked i don't get it uh, ten dollars yeah, ten dollars your, yeah, your right birthday is expensive be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installed near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be What's this in reference to? It's your birthday. It's Clint Eastwood's it's birthday, Clint Eastwood's birthday too. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. I just watched wow. the show. Uh, crying, crying, what? Something macho. Macho. The crying yeah, game. Crying macho. Yeah. No. I just watched that the other day. Was it day. good? Yeah, it was pretty good. It was entertaining. I mean, Clint is old as hell, man. It wasn't that good of a movie. <laughs> kind of sucked. It, it, it did. 
I, I just didn't want to say it because it's Clint Eastwood, though. I mean, there, was, there, were, there had some sentimental value I mean, in it. It had I some mean, good sentimental value. Let's, let's be real. Uh, based on your comments about Drew Brees that wants to get resurfaced. Oh, I mean, yeah. Okay. I, I oh. get caught in friendly fire <laughs> okay. this whole thing. Um, I, I, oh, oh, is that what it uh, is? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, I'll put is it this way. I'll put it this <laughs> way. Someone put my face up there with yours, but it wasn't my quote. And I'm like, well, I'd love to take credit for it, but I didn't say that. <laughs> um, so here's, uh, for those of people that uh, are not familiar with this. It's uh, Jonas's birthday. Le- 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 yeah. Happy said, birthday to ya. Happy yeah. birthday. Happy Siete. birthday, Siete. Jonas. Happy birthday, Jonas. <laughs> hey, uh, Jonas, cuantos años? Yeah. Is that the right way of saying it? Whoa. I have no, no? idea. Cuantos uh, años cumples? Cum- cum- oh. I wasn't going to say that. Cumpleaños? Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. How do you know that? Oh, yeah. But I didn't know what I was saying, so yeah. it might have been incorrect yeah. and we might have dumped you, it. If you want proper Spanish, you come to LaVar and I, not Berto. <sighs> we know our stuff yeah. here. Uh, <laughs> wait, Berto, what is it? ¿Cuántos años cumples? Yeah. How old are you? Oh. Uh, Cumpleaños is his birthday. Uh, yeah. How do you yeah. say? How do you say twenty-four in uh, oh, in Spanish? Geez. How do you say it? Uh, dos, uh, dos cuatro es. No mames. He just dumped himself. He literally he sabotaged himself just to get a joke on the air. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, the red button is a trip. That joint okay. makes me laugh so good. So, uh, LeVar, LeVar mentioned this last week, and we didn't know about some of the heat you were getting. And then all of a sudden on Friday, it resurfaced the New, again. The New York Post. Had yeah. a, had an article about Brian Dunleavy. Yeah, about you guys' uh, comments about Drew Brees, and I'm thinking to myself: first of all, why is the New York Post okay, which is supposed to be a reputable source of news, just now coming up with a news story to that write was about that? It's like well two over weeks a week ago. Old. Yeah, like it's like easily. two weeks. Three. I think it was like three weeks ago. Yeah, it's a long time. Ago. I don't. I can't even respond and defend myself because I don't even remember it. <laughs> I don't even remember what I said, and I, I don't care enough to go back and listen to it. It, so. wasn't, it, it wasn't even like a, a major topic that day, I don't think. I, I don't, wasn't I don't, attacking Drew Brees. I was just calling we out. We were busting it, balls. It, it, like, who cares, man? Well, but These on, sensitive fan on. bases. Hold on. Let's, let's be real. All mm. right. The quotes are the quotes. I, I'm not going to walk back anything that was I'm said. I'm not walking back anything. Hey, my, my name wasn't on it. For certain. I'm not <laughs> walking back. true. I'm not true. walking back that. anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I will say this. I did, I did talk to a couple of guys who had asked me about it. They're like, yeah, that's pretty much uh, how people feel about them. I was like, oh, God. Okay. Like, I was like, well, look, I don't necessarily feel that way. I said it, it you know, it wasn't what I said. Now, I didn't disagree with it. I just said, look, if, if NBC Sports doesn't want him, and it doesn't seem like the Saints want him, I said it's a tough pill to swallow for a, a first ballot Hall of Famer, which is what I said. And, and it is. Like, there's nothing that's, that's changed from that you know, aspect. It's not taking away from what he did in his career. Call him a first ballot Hall of Famer. But the reality is that TV's just as tough, if not a tougher business. I mean, think about it. It's Joe Montana. definitely tougher. Joe Montana was viewed as the greatest of all time before Tom Brady even got there. Couldn't do it. And, and same thing. Like, people were, were critical of him. Yeah. There's been plenty of others Emmett that have fallen Smith. in that category. Jerry Jer- Smith. Jerry go. Rice. I mean, guys just didn't do well in the boot. But here's the thing. Bruce it's, Arians had one year, and that well, was it. <laughs> that was I, it. Here's the thing is, I'm not going to say Bruce wasn't going to be great. He just couldn't be on that platform. Yeah, he would need like, to be on a non, non. Yeah. You know, on tape, he got to be able to tape. cuss. Yeah, if he could cuss. He would be. Just, yeah, he lights would be out. Wild. That'd lights out. I just, I, I just think that when, when you say the market has spoken, you know, we were basing the conversation off of Tom Brady already having a gig, a gig that Drew Brees would probably want or feel like he should have. That's, yeah. I think that that's the premise of where the whole conversation came from, and, and, and. To get upset that I said he's not as loved as he thinks thinks he is, like they don't, he's not on on Tom Brady's level At that all. way. Period. Not like, even close. It's just not. It's not even. It's not close. So if you want to get offended and make it about you know like man, people have death threatened my parents, 
They've death threaded my my kids. Like, <laughs> wait, y'all, what, y'all, from this con- these yes! comments? Wow. Yes, I'm telling you. It, man. It, let me tell you something. You, <laughs> like, you really got some. And I guess it's just simple to say. Is see, like, people really have nothing better to do with their time than that. Like, we're talking. It's sports in the end. It's it, we're talking sports, and it, it just is. I found it to be kind of. I don't know. You can't. I, I mean, well, here's what's weird: is people are so quick to defend people they don't actually know. Like they're so quick to defend public figures and so forth, in in like the weirdest ways, and even make death threats. Apparently, yeah, about it. yeah. And it's like I, I don't. I could never do that. Even if, even to defend probably someone I know, let alone someone I don't know. That's what's more surprising to me is like what all comes with it. Yeah, it, it's it's the hero worshiping fanboy crap, like and, and that people go to that extent because of commentary. And by the way, Drew Brees did this to himself when he sent out that. You, you talk about me getting fined for passive aggressiveness. That tweet he sent out where he said, you know, maybe I'll come I back think, and play. I think that, maybe that played a part in the conversation yes. as well. It's like, dude, like, what, what's well, the problem here? I mean, like, it, 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 like, especially once it was announced he had shoulder surgery, so he wouldn't be ready until, what, potentially into the season? Yeah. So he's like, like, he's like stoking the fire, and there's there's no fire. He's not playing. He can't play. He's, which, he's in I just it's, I don't understand. It was no different than when he sent out the workout video. Yeah, remember he teased when he was coming back to then in a parking lot. Yeah, Todd yeah. Durkin, his trainer, was like you know pumped the video out. It led, led to that sort of speculation. It was no different than that. You know, trying to kind of fuel that up. And, and I don't know if this is based on look. Tom Brady did you know kind of similar stuff. Has done similar stuff. He's still playing though. Yeah, <laughs> and he's Tom Brady. Right. I mean, right. uh, let's just be clear here. And he's Tom Brady. It's not going to hit the same. And so for all the Drew Brees apologists out there that are probably listening right now to be able to say they hate hate me or whatever, you can hate me all you want. It doesn't yeah. change what, what it is. Like, he's not going to get a contract offer like what Tom Brady has received. He's not going to be running in the same circles that Tom Brady is running in as it applies to this. The market has spoken. And if if you guys want to direct your hate, direct it towards the people that aren't going to do it. Like, well, be so in- influential or impactful that Drew Brees gets that $30 million offer or $100 million offer, whatever it is, and, and, and they put him on air because there are so many of you that uh, what do you guys say so well? Uh, uh, ball, ball washers. washers. There yeah. we go. If you're that good of a ball washer, then get Drew Brees where he's supposed and, to and be. And by the way, if you're a don't Saints fan. Don't come at me. Don't yeah. get mad at me because I'm just telling you what it is. If you're a Saints fan and you want to get pissy about something, uh, get pissy about that call in the NFC title game. All right. And then uh, Drew Brees throwing the pick in overtime. If you want to get pissy about something. Yes, I won't be going to uh, Mardi Drew Gras. Drew Brees' is post-career uh, as a member of the media, which was which was a flop after one year, and, and, and people are getting death threats over commenting on it what are we doing here let me just say this to it all you know when you look at the deal that tom brady got it i mean you could have made the case that maybe that's what drew Brees should have done he should have tried to have those discussions before while he was still playing before he left and then you can leverage that but you can only leverage you know what you're doing while you're still playing to a certain degree (laughs) right it has to be available to you what what tom brady did is the same thing tony romo did he found a network that was in a bind, that was in a, that is in a pinch. CBS, when Tony Romo negotiated that deal, was heading into a Super Bowl. They had to have their guy. They had to have that lightning rod. And Tony Romo came in as a broadcaster, very polarizing. Some people loved him. Some people didn't like him. Whatever the case was, it was polarizing, and so it garnered attention, and it gave them a lot more credibility when they had a guy who's been a pro bowler who played for Dallas and all of that as their number one guy. And so he seized that opportunity. Tom Brady seized that opportunity with, with Fox Sports. Troy Aikman left. He left to go to ESPN to go take over Monday Night Football with Joe Buck. They had a void there, and they're saying to themselves, you know, what can we do to make up for this loss. Let's go sign and announce a deal for a guy who's not even going to be here this year. <laughs> He's not even going to be calling games. Like, Fox has the Super Bowl this year. Tom Brady's probably, you know, he might be a part of it if he's not playing, but he's not calling it. 
I mean, he's playing. He's playing football. So, you know, he sees that opportunity where he found a network that was in need that needed to make a splash, and he made a splash. Like he he figured it out. So, you know, that's the other portion of all this too. Is you know, Drew Brees doesn't find himself at least in the broadcasting world with that same opportunity. And so, even if he was going to try to sign some big, huge, mega deal. It's harder because he's like, like, what's the market? Who's he negotiating with now? Like, all the cards are set. If he wants to go to Fox, so be it. But, you know, they're, they're still eventually waiting for Tom Brady to come work for them, right? CBS has their guy. Amazon's got a Kirk Herbstreet. You know, you, you've got ESPN now with, with uh, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. So he's, he'd have to go right back to the place he's at. And Chris Collinsworth is still in that spot. So it's just the reality of the situation. Like, I know people get frustrated by that because they're excited about, you know, Drew Brees, you know, taking over and all that. But I just – it's crazy to me how people don't look at it and say they utilize the leverage they had. They, like, they seized that opportunity. And I don't know that there is that same opportunity for Drew right now. And, and by the way, Brees uh, agreed to the deal with NBC – I think before he signed his final two-year extension with the Saints. So he had all the time in the world to, to prepare, get ready for his post-career, and it just didn't work out. And then now he's uh, th- you know, uh, putting out workout videos and putting out tweets of all the different options he has. And it just, it just, it's a weird ending to a great career and a weird reaction to simple commentary that, that, that to me just seemed like it was pretty obvious. Um, but apparently to the New York Post, uh, we run with uh, two-week-old stories and try and uh, throw them out uh, to try and get, get a little bit of attention. So dynamite job by them over there. Well, hey, I mean, it is what like, – I, I mean, look, it's a slow time of year. Maybe they picked it up because they heard LeVar's – maybe they're listeners to the show – and they looked looked into it a little bit deeper, and that's what brought up the article, which is continue to give it more life. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, I saw Lavar's face on there, and I thought to myself, I'm going to get hit with some collateral damage yeah, here. And like, you did. Like, no, oh, I did. I got did. I got all kinds of people shooting at me. Not me though. Yeah, not me. Just just sitting by. All kinds as, of words. Uh, <laughs> just uh, sitting oh, by, yeah. watching it all. It's just funny to me. Yeah. I mean, it, it 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 has to have some validity to it. And again, why would we not? Uh, one thing about this show, we shoot our shots, and when we shoot our shots, we give commentary, we give perspective, and and it comes from a very real place. I mean, whether we're joking at times or or whatever, it was a good enough take where people took notice of it and either wanted to defend it, but they wrote it, they talked about it, they kept putting it out there. You know why? Because it's a debatable topic. Yeah. No matter what side you fall on it, it's a debatable topic. And the the, the you guys just laid out the the facts of the situation. You you laid out the information. The the it doesn't lie. The the information doesn't lie. Where's Drew Brees? Let, answer me this before we go to break. Where is Drew Brees going to be next season? What is he going to be doing? Mm-mm. Do any of us know? Well, I'm going to say that he won't be doing TV because he was awful at it uh, his first year. So I'm going to go with I'm going to go with no TV, no TV, yeah, no TV. Okay, for Drew Brees. What about you, Brady? TV? Um, I think he'll be doing TV for someone. I don't know if it's for NBC or if it's what, for is it local. Yeah, is he going to be doing local? Yeah, maybe. No, I'm, I'm saying like, like Fox, somebody big, ESPN. Yeah, no, well, not not ESPN. I mean, it, it would be Fox or NBC. Maybe one yeah. of those two. Okay, radio. Is he doing radio? Is he is he doing football? What what is he doing? Yeah. Is he playing football? Uh, I, I don't believe so. No? I don't think he. Well, although I uh, the reports do say that uh, Jameis Winston has a uh, noticeable limp, quote unquote. Yeah, that's a great uh, segue at, uh, at practice. That's a great tease. No, yeah. just you know, so maybe uh, maybe there is an option for him. Yeah, you know? he kind of had that in his swag though. With yeah, his walk, that's a good so point. As long as he's not some licking his hands. Like some, some reporters, they'll be like, oh, man, is he walking with a limp? You're like, no, man, it's just the way he walks. Hey, he's going to suck his toes after a win, you know? Oh, like, you know, he's going to make that toe, those toes into a W, and he's going to eat the W when they what win. What in the hell? <laughs> By yeah. the way, yeah. Rex no. Ryan just turned the radio up so loud. I mean, that, that was like, he just, just made saying, his morning. You know, maybe um, that'll get picked up wow. by the New York Post, too. Yeah. Right? Uh, New York Times. <laughs> Unbelievable. New York Post. It is. Uh, Trust me, the New York Times is not listening to us. <laughs> two pros and a cup I'm of a Joe. Post, sorry. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer. 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, I just wanted to point out, Labar, uh, somebody was busting his balls uh, on uh, social media. We were talking about Baker Mayfield situation with the Browns. Apparently, they're not, uh, you know, interested in, uh, in trading him. Uh, yeah, well, oh, you know, Jordan, somebody. Um, well, no, somebody had a uh, had a comment <laughs> for you. Uh, they wanted to know. Tony wants to know where Baker Mayfield is on your totem pole. So, he oh, just to... oh, that was a good one. <laughs> that saying, wasn't busting my. I mean, that's a funny one. Is that is it? Have we figured it's that out yet? He's not high on my totem pole. A lot I don't of confusion. Think he's on still. My totem pole. A lot of confusion oh. still. From yeah, that I, don't, discussion. I, don't, I don't want him on my totem pole. Because we still haven't gotten clarity whether it's better to be on the top of the totem pole or on the bottom. Because I've heard two I different told versions. You, and some and some cultures, it's the bottom, and some it's the top. Hmm. But for the point of what I was making during the course of that conversation, it, it's the top. That's all. Okay. That's how it works. I didn't know. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out like how it would differentiate between. <laughs> <That's> the- like- <laughs> oh, there's a lot of like the artwork on the totem poles is what really, you know, well, I differentiates. Get that. I'm just saying, yeah. isn't there like an answer though to our question? Like, I feel like that is the someone's got to know. I mean, no, that is the answer. Well, we have our guy. I mean, Lee it's, is on top yeah. of it. Like, uh, I don't so. think it's interpretive, right? Like, I think it's pretty le- like legitimate. Like, you, it's either the top or the bottom is where you want to be. No, no, it's not. I'm telling you, it differs by culture. Some are are the bottom, some are the top. I'm I'm tell I'm it's the truth. Why y'all y'all acting like I don't know what I'm talking about? Like you know I am educated, sucker. No one's questioning your education. I'm just saying. I'm educated like, on that what too. Cultures are we talking about here? Like how? Uh, like, yeah, it's not languages. Like there's yeah. you know there's one set you know th- deal. It's like are we talking about Anglo-Saxon cultures? I don't no, think they, I don't view it that way. <laughs> it's not Anglo-Saxon. It's certainly not that. <laughs> Obviously, so that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like like how is it viewed differently? Between should that culture that created a totem pole be the one to decide that? Let's yes. go live. I, I, did, I didn't. Ta- I didn't make this up. I, that's what I'm taking <laughs> it from. Let, let's go live to. A, I might have the answer to this totem pole debate. Uh, insider lead to laugh for the latest. Lee. Um, from what I could tell, the most revered is usually on the bottom, and then the apprentices to the people who make the bottom keep b- building up on top of it. Does that, that make sense? Yeah. So Baker Mayfield uh, and that particular the, culture. Oh, yeah, Bindon Bowman. What, what culture is yeah. that? that? That was the Google Algonquin. The problem is, is he's, he's only given one. He's only given one Racist. representation of what what a totem pole is to that Algonquin culture. The, the Pacific Northwest. All right. That's not all of them. That's not how all of them define them. But we see, but it, it's a applicable here because uh, the Seahawks were considered a, a possible destination for Baker Mayfield. So Lee knew that and specifically yeah. sought out yeah. Pacific Northwest oh, totem pole Correct. information. Correct. That is right. So That's there accurate. it is. Um, all right. So from uh, Unbelievable. what we accomplished there. But uh, we now There's somebody uh, sitting out there like, none of you are qualified. <laughs> Obviously None of not. you are qualified to talk I mean, about. I only have que- questions. I don't, I don't have anything else for yeah. I got a totem pole in my house. I got a totem pole in my backyard. (laughs) I should be on there speaking on this. And you're probably right, sir or ma'am. Um, so uh, Aaron Donald uh, of the, uh, of the of LA Rams, pole. yeah, a guy who uh, <laughs> he's just I mean, uh, he's a totem pole. Yeah, he definitely is top, bottom, and middle. You know, he's just he's lot to, lot to yeah. do with that one. Yeah. Um, so he was on the uh, he was on the I am athlete podcast. Uh, here's Aaron Donald who uh, threw out the retirement conversation uh, before the Super Bowl. He's now a Super Bowl champ. Got all the credentials in the world. First bout Hall of Famer. One of the greatest. One of the greatest uh, uh, to ever do it in his position. Uh, And uh, and, uh, so uh, away we go. This was Aaron Donald on the I Am Athlete podcast talking about his current situation. Me talking about retirement, that was happening way before we won a Super Bowl. I've been saying that since I got into the league. I was going to play eight years and be done. Mm -hmm. I just... You know, that's just what I've been saying. It just it just came out. Now everybody think that 
you know, oh, he's saying if he won the Super Bowl, he's going to retire. No, I've been talking. I got teammates, coaches, my family know about this. I said, I'm going to play eight years, and I'll probably be done playing football. But winning the Super Bowl, you get kind of get a little addicted to it. Like, I want to feel that again, though. I ain't going to lie. That's like, that experience is like no, none other. So if, if, if I was to play, it's just to win another Super Bowl. But at the end of the day, it's still a business, and it got to make sense to me and my family. I don't need to play football to be fine. Like, I'm, 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 I'm fine. Like, I, I was blessed to play this game. To make the money I made, the accomplishments I made in eight years is like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm complete. I'm, I'm like, if I can win another one, that's great. But if not, I'm like, I'm at peace. All right, so I have a... First uh, off, I love his Pittsburgh accent, by the way. Oh, yeah? That's the, a Pittsburgh accent. Lil Yenzer? Yeah. Um, so I, I actually have a um, a decoder uh, on his comments here. Okay. I can actually tell you what Let's he was get saying. Let's You ready for this? How much? Uh-oh. Here we go. Yeah, what he was saying there was, give me $30 million a year, and I'll, I'll return to the Rams. I think that's what he was saying. Hmm. That's it. Yeah, that, that's, that's fair. Yeah, $30 million a year, and I'll come back, what, two, three-year deal? Give me a little bump, and I'll come back and play. Like, I mean, he's 100% saying, y'all got to make it make sense. Yeah. Yeah. S-S-E-N-S-E-N-C-E-N-T-S. Sense. <laughs> You know, what? you got to make it make sense. <laughs> yeah. Who? Yeah. There's a lot of letters. Yeah. <laughs> Who? You got to make it make sense and sense. Did we do- <laughs> oh, I see. I see okay, what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> I used to always say that when <laughs> in a lot of propositions, situations I've found myself in, you know. Um, what is the uh, the Rams got Matt Stafford's deal done? Um, they've made moves in free agency. Um, they brought in Allen Robinson. Uh, wh- what do you think? Who's the highest paid player on the team? It's got to be Stafford. Right? Stafford, I was yeah. Okay. Um, well, there's your there you go. That's that's your barometer. I mean, if anybody has earned that contract. I don't. I don't care what his age is. Anybody's earned that contract on that team. Wouldn't it be Donald? Let me ask you guys this: If Aaron Donald decided to retire, where does that put the L.A. Rams? Where does that leave Ooh. them? I mean, you got to have big question marks about their defense, then, right? Yeah, because everything's based on off him. Right. So, what would? Where would they? If they're, you know, obviously contenders right now. To, to possibly repeat, where would they fall? How far would they slide if they didn't have Aaron Donald? Ooh, um, I think they're still the favorites in that division, but I, I think Arizona's a live dog, uh, if that's If the they're oh, still yeah. the favorite in the division, oh, yeah. then you can justify not paying them that amount of money. Right? I'm, yeah, I'm not. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm I, just saying. If uh, for To me, I don't think they're a favorite in the division if they lose Aaron Donald. In fact, I don't think that they're a contender if they lose Aaron Donald. I think I it think totally could, changes everything. If I, they I lose think them. they can contend, but I'm with you on that division that is really up for grabs with Arizona and San Francisco, depending on Trey Lance and what that looks like. But I, I'm with you on that. I, I don't know that I'm just going to rule them out. Looking at Seattle and and what they're currently going to have this year, and then even just going through the Rams' schedule, it's tough, but I still think they could potentially find their way in. But definitely not saying they're they're going to win the division or should be favorites. How stressed out would McVay be if he went into a season without Aaron Donald over the Is next? Is it McVay or Raheem Morris? Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, both. But I mean, I'm I'm looking at it like this. Does your record drastically change without Aaron Donald? Like to me, you can you can argue this team still was right there at winning a Super Bowl without Stafford. You paid him, you paid him. Some would argue the the idea of, of of them coming up short the year before was because Aaron Donald hurt his ribs in in the playoff game. And, and, right, but he was there. I mean, you could make that counterpoint of just saying, well, they still didn't win it even with Aaron. Yeah, even though he's banged up. You they know? made it. They've been there without Stafford. They get over yeah. the hump, but nobody's going – Yeah, but I'm not going to say you got over the hump because of Stafford, because of the way Aaron Donald played. So, to me, I'm looking at it as if I am coming at this from the angle of what the the Rams have shown they're coming from it, which is we're going to add star power players to our roster to be able to win as quickly and right now as we possibly can, 
then it's justified to say Aaron Donald should probably be your highest paid player on the team. With his resume well, and accomplishments, he should be the highest play, paid for, player on your team. Forget that. Even that argument. I mean, I'll just say this. He's the best player in the NFL. Yeah. He's the best player. That's kind of He doesn't need any other argument other than the fact yeah. of huh? he's the go. best player. Easy. You ask anyone else in the league, if you remove the importance of the quarterback position, every single person would say Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald. It would be unanimous. Like, there's no debate. He is the best player in the league. That's crazy. His consistency, everything else he's done, whether you want to look at the top 100s, which, by the way, today it is 100 days to the start of the NFL season. So you'll see some of these lists coming out, the top 100 players. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, if you remove the importance of quarterback and the impact they have on the game, the best, most consistent player – all position, it's Aaron Donald. There's no doubt. That's all the just justification he needs. The gap between him and the next best player at his position is greater than any gap for any any two players in the league, right? Like, who's the best quarterback in the NFL? Patrick Mahomes? You can make an argument for Aaron Rodgers if you wanted to or whoever you want yeah, to put in that conversation. But between Aaron, like, who's, is it Chris Jones? Chris is Jones is, is, is next closest. behind Aaron That's Donald. The but there's still a significant gap between those two, correct? As great as Chris Jones, Chris Jones is, is pretty dominant. He's been pretty dominant, but it's not yeah, it's not close. It's not it, it's just a different that's a different stratosphere of a player. Like, like Aaron Donald is is literally like a it's not even like he's like a Reggie Reggie White. Yeah. It's just it, it, there's a, he's a once in a, a generation, a once in a uh a, a Man, a lifetime You said player. that, and I started looking up through the stats, which, mind you. Now, now, he had played at times. I mean, they're very similar in the sense of at times they've played inside and outside. Like, you could have classified them as a, a D-tackle, D-N. But when you said him, I was like, oh, he's right. Like, that's the only other comp you, I, you, know, you could think of. Uh, yeah. That's it. Like, and I know Sap might be out there, like, rolling around, like, are you kidding me? You're not going to include my name. And I think Sap is one of the most dominant interior defensive linemen, defensive players, period, of all time. But in terms of what Aaron Donald is, bro, I don't, I mean, Reggie White. That's it. That's about it. That's the only one that comes to mind when you talk about the amazing dominance and brilliance of what they were able to do on the football field. Reggie White's the only one I can think of. Uh, you guys, Maybe Lawrence Taylor. Well, just straight sacks, if you're looking at from that number. But, again, Sapp played purely a D-tackle position, right? More yeah. three-tech. Well, they moved him. They did move him around. A little bit. They did. But, 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 but if they you didn't look have at, like, to. If you look at Reggie White and, and Aaron Donald, how they described them, though, they, there was years where they played more DN than they did D-tackle yeah. based on that scheme. Yeah. So. Uh, you guys want to have a fun little, a fun little game here, a little uh, yeah, guessing game, little game here. All right, fun little game. what do you guys think? Uh, since the subject of uh, the NFC West has been brought up, what do you guys think the odds say is the projected order of finish right now in the NFC West? Oh, that's right. easy. From all right, go ahead. That's so it? easy. Who is it? Go ahead. You got the Rams, the yeah. Cardinals, and yep. then you had the Niners, and then you have uh, Seattle. All right. Yeah. That is incorrect. Uh, Uh, Wow. The odds would say. Tell me Arizona's uh, number one. No, no. Rams one, Niners two, Arizona three, and then Seattle four. That doesn't make any sense to me. So the Rams are a plus 125, 100 wins you 125. Niners, 100 wins you 165. Arizona's a plus. Niners don't even know who they're Arizona's plus 400 to win the division according to DraftKings. They have that much respect for Kyle Shanahan. That's what that's about. They just believe in Kyle Shanahan over Cliff Kingsbury. Because there's no other justified reason. I agree. I, I don't like it doesn't make any sense. Especially go, that. go lay money on Arizona right now then. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would to too. finish higher than than, than three a plus four hundred to to win the division. I would, I, would, I would bet on that. Yeah, that's uh, that's. Well, I guess that DeAndre but Hopkins, but yeah. they're usually a really good team early in the year. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, can we just bet it for like the first ten weeks and then uh, just uh, call it even after that, and we'll just say, hey, we're we're good. Uh, yeah, because then usually things uh, fall apart there. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. 
Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!